Welcome to another edition of Politics Done Right live from Netroots. Today I'm here and I'm honored to have Nathan Lockwood with Rank the Vote. Rank, uh, let me ask you something. Why is it so difficult for us to grasp that this idea is, first of all, explain to us what your process is or what that process is. Oh, what is ranked choice voting? Yes. Absolutely. So it's a simple upgrade to the way we vote. Right. Something very important, voting. Uh, instead of picking a single candidate, voters can rank the candidates in the order that they like them. Right. So your favorite would be your first choice. The, your next, the next candidate you like best would be your second choice, and then you'd have a third. You could have a third choice or fourth choice if you wanted, etc. Why would anyone want to do this? The reason is because uh, as a voter, when you get choice in election, when there's more than two candidates running, it's not uncommon for there to be a situation where there's a candidate you really love who is not a front runner, and you have this strategic voting concern that if you actually support your favorite candidate, you may be wasting your vote because they may not be able to win. And that is an important thing. You don't want, nobody wants to feel your votes wasted. Totally, because the result is you're hel actually helping elect the candidate you disagree. So what happens then? So what happens uh, then with ranked choice voting is that problem goes away. Uh, you can rank the candidates in the order you like them. Your favorite doesn't have the support. Your your vote counts for your next choice, who might be a front runner who can beat the candidate you least like. So concrete examples, um, you know, it's a nonpartisan issue. So it's good for conservative right. voters. It's good for liberal voters. Um, you know, folks remember in, back in 2000, if you're as old as, old as you and me, mm -hmm. in, in, yeah. Alberta, where it was uh, Al Gore running against George Bush. Right. And uh, it was real close down to Florida. You know, George W. Bush wins with 500 by 500 votes, really close. But he doesn't have a majority of support. Right. Meanwhile, Ralph Nader got 100,000 votes, right. way more than 500. Exit polls show that if Nader hadn't run, way more of his supporters would have voted for um, Al Gore right. than George Bush. In fact, Al Gore would have probably picked up about 20,000 votes right. and won with majority support rather than uh, losing to a candidate who failed to get majority support. So, you know, Nader was derided as a spoiler. Mm -hmm. And uh, and this is, shows a dynamic, like nobody wants to be Ralph Nader. No right. one, but what that means is we're being denied additional perspectives in our elections because people who could run are not running because they might spoil the election. And uh, Now, why do you think it's so difficult for something that as, I mean, as, as in, in, it's not only intuitive, but it's almost like uh, why would some why would we not want that type of a voting system? Well, what we here's the thing: it's what we're. What do you think the number one thing that's standing in the way, Egberto? What do you What do you think? My gut feeling tells me both parties, but I don't know. That's a good. I mean, there is inertia uh -huh. in, in you know people who are elected under the current system. Right. It's changing. That's not their first choice. You right. know, it's like working well for them so far. Right. But it turns out that's probably not our biggest problem. Like it's such a good system. Right. It has benefits even for candidates and right. even elected folks. The biggest issue is you mentioned why aren't people running? Well, first thing is people haven't heard about it. Right. Second thing is we're asking people to change voting. It's so important to our democracy. Right. If you're going to get someone to ch make a change to voting, they have to understand what that change is and we've been using this same system for 200 years so that's really why we formed rank the vote is to help folks in their states talk to voters about elections um, in a way that's meaningful to them mm -hmm. uh, and just educate them about the opportunity that ranked choice voting offers answer their questions about how they work so that they can 
feel really excited about supporting it. So you are you're a, you are a group that is pretty much an educational group. I imagine it's a 501c3 that's trying yep. to get out there, and and this this is like the the ideal 501c3 in that it's completely nonpartisan. It is something that everybody should should like. Now, are there any constitutional issues here? So it turns out, um, depend. There can be uh -huh. state to state. Some states have constitutional issues. For the most part, no. And yeah. in fact, you know, if we had, if we had the support. And by the way, when people understand ranked choice voting, right, the support goes north of sixty percent in the it's, population. It's not hard to figure out. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's really just the fact that people haven't heard about it is why we don't have more supporters. So when we're able to educate a lot of folks, right, um, we could adopt this, you know, federally. Uh, it couldn't be one state by state, which is probably right. we're gonna have to win a few states first. Right. But there's no const nothing against it constitutionally. Um, it's been the constitutionality has been upheld in federal circuit courts. Right. When it was implemented in Maine, there were challenges, right. and they said, "Nope, this is perfectly, perfectly good, and and even better than what we're doing now." Um, and uh, there's there's one federal law that would have to change. Which well, is? Well, there's. Depending on what you want to implement, actually, there's zero federal laws. They could implement ranked choice voting nationally. There's a ranked choice voting is not one thing. There's different ways you can do right. it. We were talking a few minutes about. Uh, I, I was going to bring that up. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Take, talk, tell, tell me. No, no, no. I want to. Well, okay, sure. So, so Maine in Alaska became the first states to take advantage of the fact right. that states can decide how to do elections. Right. As long, you know, they have to be within certain parameters, parameters but. Yes. Um, so Maine said, we're just going to keep everything the same, but we're going to use ranked choice ballots, you know, where voters can rank the candidates. Rank candidates. And of course, we'll count them the way you count ranked ballots. But everything else about our elections will stay the same. So one simple change. Alaska said, well, you know, um, we're, we're kind of a red state. Right. And, um, you know, but we have these closed primaries. And most, which you have to be a Republican to vote in the Republican one, a Democrat to vote in the Democrat. Right. But most Alaskan voters were independents. Right. So they're like... The Republicans probably going to win, so you got to vote. It's a, if you're not voting in the Republican primary, you're not really mm -hmm. having a say who's going right. to win, and we're locked out of that. So right. when Alaska moved to ranked choice voting, they also updated their primary system. Um, maybe you've heard California has like this top two primary system. Right. Alaska said, "Well, we can do this better. We'll do top four, and then we'll use ranked choice voting to let the general electorate the, vote against the four." Okay, okay, I got it. Now, California doesn't use ranked choice at all, right? There's, they have a lot of cities that do, okay. but statewide, not yet. Not yet, okay. So uh, so in, in Alaska, you're telling me what they do is they have gen regular elections for, and the top four then participate in a ranked choice in the way they're selected. Exactly. And the beauty of this is, Egberto, that, um, you know, before the winner was being determined in a low turnout primary. Right. And with this, you get the much larger number of voters who vote in the general election right. able to have a couple choices from the dominant party and a couple additional choices right. as well. And then sometimes some of that less dominant choice turns out to win the election if enough people like them. Exactly. Well, look, it's been my pleasure. Nathan Lockwood, thank you so kindly. Nathan is with Rank the Vote. Folks, check it out. All right, check it out and let's all educate ourselves. Thank you very much, Nathan. Great meeting you, Barry. Absolutely. We 
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.